welcome to Mystic Drip. Hello, so today let's talk about something that I think is important, especially if you are in some type of spiritual business. I mean, in business in general, and you are a spirit like spiritually led. And so what I want to talk to you about today is that I don't believe that your service and the cost need to be like in alignment. And I'll explain what that means. So recently I've seen people who, and actually not even just recently, just throughout my entire coaching career, meaning uh, since I started being a coach. By the way, hello from Los Angeles. I'm sipping on my coffee. It's a beautiful morning. I'm also smoking a little bit. This is Grace Week. If you don't know what Grace Week is, you're going to want to join the God Academy. I'll tell you all about it if you don't already know. So I am just chilling and doing the work that needs to be done from a very relaxed and flow state. But the message that wanted to come through today was important because I think one of the things that I'm here to do is to, you know, to not necessarily to always be the naysayer, even though I am, but it's also because the perspective of a person who's a naysayer or the person who's always just like, but let's look at all these other things is their perspective is always to be adding value through observation and ditching what's not working and maybe even innovating and innovation is always about leaving old patterns behind and stepping into something new okay so since the beginning of time in my coaching (laughs) in my coaching career and since I started educating myself around coaching um, you've hear this messages around offers and how to build offers and how to make offers so one of the things that I hear is things like if you have um feel i have a business right especially a service-based business you're wanting to create some like freebies that means that they come onto your email list by getting something free from you and then we all know and that's we create this funnel right and then from the freebie they go into a low offer maybe the low offer might be 20 bucks maybe they go into from that 20 dollars they'll get something um they'll move up through the journey uh, of being your customer and then may do something that's maybe like the next thing's like a hundred bucks and maybe the next thing is like three thousand and they move down right with you through the journey the customer journey and hopefully in each um milestone each time they step into a program with you they have gotten results that are so they're juicy enough not that they're gonna completely transform their life but these results are juicy enough to get them to commit to something higher and, and more elaborate, more more committed, um, higher price ticket maybe. And so in reviewing this system that has never worked for me, by the way, I'm like, I'm giving the best thing away and people don't care. And, and uh, that's frustrating because they say like, hey, make sure your freebie is really good and really juicy. I don't think any of those things actually matter. But there are people out there who are continuing to to say that this is the way things are done. So they say things like, and and like I said, I've been in programs, have have books on it um, that tell you like, okay, well, your free free offer is a bite size of 
what they can expect from you. And then like a low-end offer is like one of the pieces, not all the pieces, because then you're going to move them into like the program that has more pieces. And then you're going to move them up to the 101, which has all the pieces, right? That the way of the, the way of doing that has never worked for me because whether you're paying me $20 or $2,000, you're going to get all of me. So that system has been a system that's never worked for me because I don't know how to not give all of me. So when I go into a space, I'm all of me. I can't just be like, well, for this, the purpose of this program. And even though um, I tell people like, this is not a one-on-one container, then I do one-on-one stuff. And instead of trying to make the other people like bad, like, oh my God, I see this um, all the time. If you're complaining about like clients, oh, the clients are draining me. It's like, really, bitch? Like they're draining you. They're, they're paying you. What do you mean they're draining you? Maybe they're draining you because you're not meant to be a coach. How you thought about that, right? Because if your thing is service, service doesn't drain you. It energizes you. Every single time I serve my clients, I get energized. And that's whether they're free clients or paid clients. You need to know if you're in the right place. You need to know if coaching is your thing, if acting is your thing, if singing is your thing. You don't, wanting to make something work, right? If it's not your life's mission, that could just be your hobby. That could be, my hobby will be singing. I will not make a career out of singing, even though I love it. And it allows me to express so much. You have to know the difference between things that are for you fulfilling and your mission in life. Who you are here to be that serves all of humanity, right? So there's this message that when you are providing a low-end offer that you're not giving them a lot of work or a lot of transformation. You're giving them a tiny little piece. And that's never worked for me. And even in my free containers, I did a container that was 30 days and every day there was something to do and it was called a League of Extraordinary Mystics or something like that. And it was free. And it was like amazing. And it was free. So I don't know how to do that. So what I stopped doing was creating containers where I couldn't be all of me. Because if I had to give you a free offer and limit who I am, I'm not necessarily going to be able to promote that free offer. Not because I have a block against this free offer. It's because I'm actually blocking all of who I am to fit into this tiny little offer. So your free offers have to be all of you. And your $20 offers, they have to be all of you. And your $1,000 offer have to be all of you. Because the moment that you're not all of you, that's where your, your program fails. That's where you fail. You always have to come into any space, in anything that you do, in whole, in wholeness. All of you has to come, not just like parts of you. So when I um, have been in classes and business classes and mentorships, and they're like, oh, you need to, you need to have a freebie. And then they go, oh, you're giving away too much. I start to already have a, like, we're already falling out of alignment, right? Because my thing is I'm going to hire a coach, but that coach does not get to tell me how to live my life. That coach supports me in creating the life that I want to live the way that I want to live it, right? There's a big difference. And so the cost does not equal the service. I want you to understand that deeply. The same photo shoot that I do for someone at $100, I can do that same photo shoot for $500 and then do that same photo shoot for $3,500. I've done it. 
except that when I'm charging $100, I have no self-esteem, no confidence, and maybe very little experience or um, portfolio work for my photography. So if it doesn't feel that bad, you're like, yeah, it's $100, but I'm, I'm refining my skill, right? And then at the $500 level, I might have a little bit more experience, so I have a little bit more confidence. And the $3,500 is like, I know what I'm doing. And I can get you the results you want. No ifs or buts about it, right? So that's also the inner journey that pricing takes us through. It's not necessarily like I'm pricing this because this is the value. The value of what you bring to the table is you. You are the value and you are like your value is uncontainable. You can't just be like I'm worth $10,000, right? There's no amount of money that we can put on your value. So moving, transcending that would be step one. And so... I don't believe that the cost equals the service. So because if you pay me $100, let's say on, on like I also do like esoterical um, um, logos and branding. Okay. So I can do a, a logo for $100 and I could do a logo for $1,000. What would be the difference you would think? Right. But if I bring all of me to the $100 offer and all of me to the $1,000 offer, that means both of these logos would look identical. Because I'm coming with all of me, with all my leadership expertise, with all my skills, and with the divine and bringing it all to the table. The only difference is that at the $100, is that I, that's all that I feel capable of receiving at that moment. At that, And then at the $1,000, it's the same. So when people create offers and say things like, well, this is $100, so I'm only going to give this, Right? You're shooting yourself in the foot ahead of time because if you can create an offer that's phenomenal and sell it for very little and create dynamic results for the people in those programs, then what would happen is you can scale that very quickly. And you can do that from this place of feeling extremely confident about the work that you do. So why is it important that you price your programs based on what you feel that you can receive not on the actual value of the program is because if your program is worth ten thousand dollars and I do not doubt that it is or isn't right like I have no doubts one way or the other but let's say that I believe you that it is ten thousand dollars but you don't believe that and you can't command that you know pricing your work at ten thousand dollars and not selling it doesn't feel very good and some people would tell you like, no, that is when you have to do the work and, and, and hold the price and no. And I guarantee you that none of them did it like that. Most of the time they gradually worked it in and they would tell you, <coughs> excuse me, they would tell you that's how they did it. And then they'll encourage you to do something else, which is crazy to me. The same class that they sold for a hundred dollars, once they have people in it, they got these two things. They have proof and proof is the number one way that we can turn our intellect to be on our, on our side, right? Meaning our ego can actually get behind our ideas and not against our ideas if we give it proof because that's what it wants. That's what it needs. That's what is required. That's how it operates, right? But we don't need the proof from the spiritual side, it's from the sense of we know who we really are. The intellect needs it. So we give it to it because we know that when we do the work, the proof will be like it's automatic it's irrefutable it's here it will happen you will have it so my personal strategy um has been to start to offer a class or a program at a price that feels amazing for me to do it not for me to receive 
Do you understand? It would feel amazing to receive $10,000 from my program, but I cannot command that. And I have to know that and be honest about myself and getting myself into a program that promises that I will sell these, these things sometimes is not enough for me because if I am not sure about what's going to happen in my life when I'm at that level, then I won't go for it. So what I started to do was like, okay, if I am going to sell, right, because even a free offer is a sell. If I am going to sell something for free, what am I going to get out of it? I first had to lead with my selfish reasons why I would do that. And besides the fact that you can get more clients, here's a bunch of reasons why, um, you know, like a bunch of reasons like um, I needed to or wanted to do things in a particular way. For free, I have to receive a certain type of payment, right? So the payment that I'm going for if the program is free is called value fulfillment, meaning that I'm going to get paid through feeling some self of personal value fulfillment. So if significance is one of my core values, then I'm going to make sure that this program is free, but that I feel significant through creating it and through the service that I provide because I don't need to receive the payment in, in money. I could receive it in value fulfillment. And why is that even better? Well, be value fulfillment, what happens when you feel that sense of I am in the right place doing the right thing, that's called alignment. That also produces euphoria and joy and happiness. Now, from that frequency, can you imagine that the next thing that you do will explode with success? Well, of course. Because instead of focusing on money, you focus on value fulfillment. And that class, teaching that class, even though you sold it for free, you got paid energetically and something that's really powerful and meaningful in your life, right? And so for me, creative expression is a really part of my, it's a really important part of my core values. So if I create a class for art and photography, whatever it may be, even spiritual, if it has highly creative value for me, whether someone someone signs up for it or not doesn't matter that much because I got so much myself from just creating it, right? And so I'm never going to be able to price that course from the value that it gives people because it will give different people different amounts of value. If you if you're coded like me and the whatever I teach you works for you, then it gives you a lot of value. But if you're not coded like me, if you're not programmed like me, if you're not a multitasker then I'm going to give you a suggestion that doesn't work with, with your blueprint and how you are. And so that's not going to work for you, right? So isn't it more important to know how to find the people that can benefit from what you teach because they're coded like you? That way, every single one of them will get results because, right, of resonance. And so when I started to analyze deeply into like how the way that um, programs, books, and other coaches suggest that we create programs. It just like makes no sense because we continue to work with the concept of limitation. And when you're in the spiritual um, world, when you're teaching energetics and spirituality, what you're actually teaching is freedom. That's what people want. They might call it um, money and they might call it love and they might call it this, but what they want is true freedom. It's truly the ultimate thing that they want. And they will use different things like little placebos to give um, themselves the opportunity to experience these feelings 
from these things, right? You want to you want to experience deep love, so you want to attract a partner so you can feel that, but the love comes from you, but you use that partner as a placebo to expand on that love, right? So when people start to create offers and they're like, this is a free offer, so I'm going to give limited value, what is the resonance of that? Think about it. I want you to think about that. Well, that means that they're going to get limited value. And you don't want people to get limited value. You want them to get absolute, the best value they can. So when you create a program, you have to ditch the money. You have to put it aside. And you have to start with value fulfillment. How happy does making this program make me alone? And if no one ever signed up, it would still be a masterpiece. Right? And you start there. What do you want to do? And does it make you feel happy? And then this is how I've worked a system of introducing what I, I, I feel is a pricing that feels like such an easy yes that when I give it to people, if they say no, it's not like I think they're idiots for saying no, but it's kind of just like, damn, that's a shame because this program is actually worth $10,000. Do I tell them that? No, you know, maybe. But the reality is that I'm like, damn, this pro- program is actually worth $10,000 and they're missing out in like probably their the biggest freaking Christmas gift they've ever had, have ever received, right? It's kind of like one time I was driving and I was speeding and I got pulled over and I was going to get a ticket and I started crying and the guy goes, you know what? Slow down. I'm not going to give you a ticket. This is your the biggest Christmas gift you ever received. And he let me go, right? And it, like understanding the power of that I was going so fast I was going like 130 and a 30 you know zone so the ticket would have been extraordinary and it also would have fucked my my driver's license and points however that works and my insurance and so I feel that like I feel that sense of of having almost that experience like wow that was that's this could have this is a gift this could have really, if I didn't do this right, it would have screwed me over, but I'm here. This is a gift. I'm so grateful. And so you just kind of have to lead with frequency, vibration, and doing things from a very pure state. So people who create a program and know that it's going to be free and they run it with that in the back of their heads, they also have this thing running in subconsciously. Well, free programs don't work because they're just really intended to manipulate people into coming into my email list anyway. So I'm not, I can't give them the value that I really want to give them because the value that I really want to give them is inside the program. And if I give it to them in the masterclass, then they're not going to be able to join the program because they got it. Right? So what I have done is I created a program and I priced it in a way that feels like a gift. So when I started the God Academy, I'll use the God Academy, obviously that's what's present in my life. Um, and I, I had it a, a secret offer, right? I'm like, hey, I have this really epic program coming. You can get it right now for $11 a week. You know what I thought about any single person that said no? I'm so busy. I don't have time. And I'm just like, you are, and I couldn't tell them because it was a secret offer, right? They had to just trust me and they had to just trust themselves. So when they do, didn't go for it, I'll be like, damn, you're going to regret this so much. And I wasn't like um, upset or upset or felt any type of like negative feelings. I just felt a little bit of like compassion, like, well, I wish I wish you could understand that this is exactly like I'll, I'll see them bitch complain online. I'm like, this is exactly what you need. But 
I can't tell you because it's a secret, right? And so from then, when it wasn't a secret anymore, it went to $22 a week. The, the, the pricing behind it, the first $11 a week, the way that I thought about it is like what feels like, what feels like a good amount of money for a person who would tell me, or not a good amount of money, what feels like a price that a person who doesn't have money could still pay. That was like kind of the basis. I'm like, I really want to help. I, you hear all over the world, all over the industry, coaches who are like, I just want to help women and their programs are like 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 10,000. It's like, you don't want to help women. You want to help privileged women because if you already have the privilege of having $10,000, um, you can afford a coach and you can afford to go faster. And so I was like, I don't, I don't want to be like that. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to be so um, inaccessible. And so I was like, okay, so I, I cannot help it but to be all of me. So then I created the container for value fulfillment. I like to know my clients intimately, so I want to talk to them every day. Every day, yeah, every fucking day. Um, I want it to be enough time that they actually do the work without any pressure and they have enough time to implement it. And I know that it will hold, it will take, it, they will get the transformation they're looking for a year. That is just the, that's just the length that it program. And it's like, and being with someone for a year makes me happy. Makes me feel like they'll have support. They'll, they, they don't have to feel like, oh my God. And I, I've, I've been in programs where at the end of the program, you're just like, oh my God. And now I'm on my own. And I wish I could have stayed in the program a little bit longer. I needed a little bit longer support. Okay, so I just created the, the program the way that felt so amazing, so juicy for me to do it. What else? Um, so value fulfillment all the things that I like, not the things that I wish a coach would do for me. That's one way of going about it. But the way that I want a coaching container to go, that makes me happy. It makes me happy to get feedback every day and to give feedback every day. It makes me happy to have a one-on-one where I see you and I talk to you and I get to know who you are. I know you're not, you're, your husband. I know the desires of your heart. I know your kids. I know your, their birthdays. I know what's important to you. I know that you're celebrating things. I know when you're having orgasms. I like intimate containers, so I created an intimate container. But that intimate container and the standards of some people will be like, oh my God, for that level of access, it'll be $20,000. And I was like, yeah, okay, maybe one day, who cares? not worried about that right now what I'm worried about is creating a container that I want to be a part of as I lead it and number two or number three is I need to I I need this container to give results if it doesn't if it's not going to give results or I'm not going to have the attitude of people who do it they get results and if you don't who cares you paid me or what no that is not in this container, everybody will get results. That is the commitment that I have. So I have to figure out how to make that work. That's why the container is intimate. So all these things are built into, into it. And then when it comes to pricing, like even if I think, oh, like this program is worth $20,000. Yeah, but so, so what? Can I sell that? Probably not. Maybe someday, but it doesn't matter because I'm still going for value fulfillment and leading from a place of integrity. And it feels more in integrity to me to make this accessible to those who really want it. And if you have that idea in your head, I cannot afford it. I wanted to break you out of that by letting you afford it. So $11 for like everybody can afford that. The example that I was using up to that when I was marketing um, the $11 was like, even a homeless person in America can afford $11 a week because they're making a lot more money just begging for money. So for me, in my mind, that helped me not feel bad because... 
so many times I've gotten in, in sales calls and talking to people and they're like, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And I feel bad because I'm like, but I want you to afford it. So I needed that to be a really important part. But I also needed to scale and to feel secure that I was not leaving myself behind and that I was going to take my, care of myself financially, right? So, it, and because I don't have financial pressures, and this is really important, I, if you have a partner and he's making money and you're working your business, um, it's going to be really important that you guys get into agreement and alignment. Um, you'll, need, you'll need to not have financial pressures to grow and expand more quickly. And if you need help around that, um, of course, join the program and we can go deeper. But cost does not equal service. The service that I provide is like priceless. The advice, the, the channeling, the things that come in the moment, it is priceless. I cannot put a price on it. So I'm not going to try to price my program. I'm going to try to price what I'm able to receive. And I wanted to also shake it up. So I was like, I don't want to do monthly payment plans and I'm paying full. So I locked into the weekly. But I was like, well, of course, if someone wants a payment plan for the month or for the or for the year, I'll pay in full. Those are options that are available. But I really like the idea of feeling like every single week someone's just taking me out to lunch. $22 a week. That's doubling the first initial offer, right? Which is double. Right. But this time it feels like, OK, it's like the first the first client feels like they're getting me coffee <laughs> every week. The second client feels like they're getting me lunch every week. Right. And then as we move into 44, it's like, hey, that feels like someone's buying me dinner every week. And I think that the work that we do, the value and the transformation in there is worth lunch with me. Right. And I, and my brain won't fight that. My friends like my brain's not like, well, no one has ten thousand dollars a month. You know, like what about helping the little people? But everybody has eleven bucks. Everybody has twenty two bucks a week. Everybody. Everybody. And now that the offer is forty four dollars, I really could care less if anybody else joins because I have people in the program. So here's what is happening. And this is the most important part. We are creating proof. When you move away from the cost and the service being equal, what you do will never be equal to what people pay you. What you do is so much more, right? And all you're doing is allowing people to pay you and, and that your receptivity, that's what you're working on ultimately. If you make it easy to receive, like it doesn't make me go into any amount of resistance to receive $20 a day. Or $22 a day. You know, that doesn't like make me feel any type of way. I'm like, yeah, it's 20 bucks. Who cares? It's like, so what you want to do is make it feel normal and automatic and not like a big deal. Because if someone was paying me $800 a week, I would be like, oh my God. Like I would feel so much pressure. But $44 a week? People spend more than that on like takeout. People spend more than that on the grocery store a day so you know there's no reason for me to let allow my mind my my ego to go into like but they can't afford it because it's like no no bitch they can and then we go oh okay well they can and so if they don't want it it's an easy yes so if they don't want it then it's also an easy no 
But what happens, what's happening right now, right? The container is that people, no matter how much they paid, are getting results. And they're having experiences that they never thought they could. But that's the point. The point is that at first, I need you to be in my container so you can experience it. I need you to get in. So I'm going to do whatever it, 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 it feels good within my power to allow you to come in as an easy yes, right? Where you're not putting yourself in financial strain because financial strain will prevent you from making the best possible choices that give you more money. And then when you're in there experiencing the things, now you and your clients have proof. You and your intellect and your ego have proof that the work that you do is important and it matters and it transforms. So when your clients have proof, they'll do the work. And when you have proof, you'll justify your pricing and you also won't care if people don't, don't join. You're just like, look, within two weeks, these are the results that people are already having. And I can't even begin to imagine what will happen in two months. I can't even begin to fathom, but I have one goal and one goal alone. And this goal, which I teach you how to do this in the God Academy, is like you have to set a goal that grows with you. My goal for this container is that everybody has a transformation that blows their mind. So how could, how imagine the power behind this container. Every single person, the intention is, that their mind is completely blown through the transformation that they experience. And within two weeks, they're already like, oh my God, actually today. And I'll talk about this and let you go. Today, I had a person tell me, I fucking get it. It finally clicked. Now, I know this work, this, this uh, amazing human, she's doing more, more work than she's doing with me. She's got all these other things, but it finally clicked. Now, do I take like personal responsibility for that? You, the fuck yes, I am. Right? I'm the difference maker. I'm the powerful energy in the room because that's how I assign that container to be. This is what I tell people. It's not that you're going to come in my container and suddenly learn something fucking new and epic. No, I'm finally, you're finally going to get it. My container is going to make all those investments you've ever made actually click. You're like, fuck, I see it. Fuck, I get it. And I actually had um, that moment with one of my clients that's in the God Academy today. She's like, fuck, I just woke up and got it. And I get it. And she spent so much time in euphoria. She's talking about how the tears are coming down her eyes. And she's like, this is a love I've never felt before. This is something that is unexplainable. She's having an awakening. And she was like, and it's so weird because it was not like I was in a practice. It's not like I was doing this. I was in my, my regular day, doing my regular thing. And suddenly this unconditional love hit me. This atomic level energy power beyond love, euphoria hit me. And I couldn't contain the tears. She's like, this love that I feel for myself, I've never felt this before. This is the same client who told me it's taken me six years to get here. And I told her it's going to take you six, six, six seconds when you get it. It's going to come so fast. It's just going to hit you and you're going to get it. And I had that fucking that day was today. That testimonial was today. So I didn't give a fuck how much money she paid to get into my program. I don't care. That's irrelevant. 
if I'm about service, then I just better be about service, right? Number one. Number two is that the fact that I know that this work is powerful. I know that it works. There's no doubt. You don't even have to believe it. It works. That's how powerful it is. And I know that if you do it, it will work. So when you start to price your, your services to get through a transformation of yourself, right? I will never be able to charge $20,000 a week without charging $20 a week. And it's not because those, those experiences do not exist. It's because in my childhood and the things that I grew up with have not, in my patterns, they do not allow me to believe that that's possible for me. But every single time that I sell a $20 offer, a $40 offer, a $3,000 offer, that breaks just a little bit and just a little bit. And before you know it, right, someone just pays me in full for my highest container, which happens. Sometimes I, I'm just like, dude, you, this bitch has never bought anything from me before and just hands me $1,000 for a logo. I'm just like, oh my God. Six seconds. A sale can happen in six seconds. And so the most important things that you need to like me, the biggest takeaways from this conversation is you need proof. Tangible proof. You need, I know that your, your work is transformational, but you need to let your own intellect, you need to know, to let your ego know that it works. And for that, you need to start utilizing not only what you do with yourself, right? Be the proof that your, that your modality works, but also you have to let other people use it. So you yourself can see the evidence that other people have, the, you know, that utilizing your system that they can change their life or transform their lives, right? So now when you have that proof, how do you stand behind your pricing? Well, you can. You can totally back it up because you say, I had this transformation and the five people in my program there, this, this is a transformation they're already having and, and it hasn't even been two weeks. It's two weeks tomorrow and they're already like, I've never felt this love before. I've never experienced something like this before, this euphoria. And this is two weeks into a, a year-long program. What, it, what is it that we can expect in the next two weeks and then in the next few weeks? So if I would have just done what so many coaches and people encourage me to do, which is like price it at what you want it. Of what I want, like what I want is like $20,000 weeks. It's not what I want. It's what I'm able to transform myself through. And I can transform from being a coach that charges $11 a week to being a coach that charges $44 a week. And the reason I keep using weeks is because the smaller the amount of money, the less that I trigger myself into thinking that, like that's too much money and people can't afford it. I'm just like $44 a week. I spend that on candles, <laughs> right? I, just, I spend that on magic spells. So it just feels easy and automatic. So if someone's not right, I know it's not because of money, you know, because they're not the right person. And if you're the right person, you will be in the program and you will be, you will feel so blessed, right? A person who gets in the program for like, the lowest amount that you can offer it always feels so blessed and so lucky to be among all the greats that come into that program, right? And so proof to yourself, and then you have proof in the forms of testimonials. And that is not just for you to know that you're in the right path, that, you, that you're doing the right thing, that you're, that you're in your, fulfilling your mission and your purpose, and you feel really like aligned, you feel that those value fulfillment, 
you start to get that money you start to see it work you're like it's working it's working it's clicking it's clicking i'll get it i see it but now you actually have proof that other people can utilize your system and benefit and it's it's, it's called testimonials now your intellect can't even say it's like yeah but that works for you well it works for somebody else it's like yeah it's working for me duh look at me go and now it's working for them look at them Every single day in my inbox, I have someone telling me about something transformational that happened that day. Every single day. So what do you think, how do you think I feel about a program which every single day I have women telling me that this program is changing everything about their lives and it's been two weeks. Oh, I can go from $44 weeks to $88 weeks with not a, not batting an eyelash because I not only know I always knew the value that was in there but now I have conviction because I have proof my own proof and my clients you know it's almost like now I can I have evidence it's like look it's working look at it look at it look at it it's working and we the intellect always needs evidence so give it to if you can give your intellect evidence do it what happens is most of you a lot of people out there are in coaching containers and there's not a whole lot of growth and even if it's a spiritual container, which is primarily focused on your internal reality, your internal world, the shifts are not big enough, right? My, the shifts that I need to see in my clients is like, I need you to wake up one day and have full awakening, <laughs> just like one of my clients did today. I need you to call and just be like, it happened for me. It happened for me. It, I, I was in the middle of this and I got, and it happened. I had an awakening and now it's different and now life would never be the same. I know you've had an awakening when you have that moment where like, and life will never be the same from this moment. And so like I said to my client, I was like, I can't guarantee that a mystical experience is going to happen at any particular time. You know, I can't guarantee that it's going to happen today or tomorrow or the next day. I can't guarantee on a day, but I can guarantee that it will happen. And you have enough time without any pressure at all to build in your spiritual muscles, to have a strong spiritual foundation to allow that mystical experience to be part of your daily life until it's your lifestyle, until your entire life feels like a mystical experience. The whole, the whole thing feels pretty mystical. And I had a prophecy a while ago. And so if you're, if you're wondering about money, because I've, I've been wondering about money. I was just like, you know, how come there's people doing the same thing that I do and maybe not as good as I do and making a ton of money and I don't, right? It happens in photography all the time. I meet photographers that are just really unskilled and untrained and don't know what they're doing and they make a ton of money. And I'm like, feel like I knew, like, I feel like I have a unique style and I'm like, hmm, what am I missing, you know? But it's, I had a prophecy that said uh, you will be very wealthy one day when it doesn't matter. And I, when I started to reflect back on that, every day I asked myself, does it matter today? Does money matter today? And it was like, yes. And I was like, okay, there's work to do. And it was very frustrating for years. For years. But then I step into this kind of like ideology that I give it to you that cost does not equal service. And so I had to provide service without focusing on the cost. The cost was merely another experiment. Uh, how much money do I allow myself to receive today? 
let me prove it to myself let me price this in in a way that feels like the easiest thing to say yes to so if someone says yes to I know that it's because I'm in 100% alignment and somebody said yes to it and then I was like okay let's transform let's shift let's move expansion is always moving up and expanding but expansion is not about desire there's a big message out there in the world that that you're living from desire and and when you come into a spiritual a more spiritual perspective and you step into oneness um actually is the void of desire that is euphoria and peace and joy and so while it might feel really nice and it looks really pretty and it's one part of our reality to have abundance and luxuries and more than enough um me focusing on that has never worked out that's why this focus is around money right like we can't really get around um we can't really truly avoid certain sub subjects but i'd like to go around it <laughs> my next program launching is called turn on abundance and it's learning how to actually manifest money by not focusing on money why do I have to teach it like that? Because when you come from a really poor background, when you're a person of color, um, you just have a whole new set. You have a whole set of rules that a lot of programs that are um, created by the like a white person. <laughs> I want to be really sensitive. They don't infuse and they don't know certain things that are. Um, instrumental in why marginalized communities have a hard, much harder time to manifest money and um, one of the things that locked into into that was because I'm Hispanic a woman of color I've never saw my mom really have pleasure and really uh, treat herself or or luxuries and even the luxuries that we had they were kind of pretend luxuries right because like if you bought a bag that was like you know like a high-end bag it was coach but it was from the Goodwill it's not like we went to the coach store and bought it there. So there was a lot of pretenses also. Um, so the, in the Hispanic community, there's certain things, right? In a religious community, there's certain things that from a childhood we have to break out of that may not be in certain other cultures. Um, like I was telling someone that even if you were white and poor, it's very different to be hispanic and poor because at least that white part in america that there's a subconscious right unconscious you're not conscious of it but you're already ahead of the game just because of the nature of being a white person and so a lot of times if you're the white person you're not thinking that you have an advantage by being white that that's just unconscious but that is part of how society has shaped our culture right so sometimes we don't know that so if someone says to you as a white person that grew up very poor you say you know what you actually have power and authority and you have sovereignty that message can very well click a lot faster and easier right versus a hispanic person who has a, a hispanic woman who's a double minority right <clears throat> a person who has African descent like me, Native American descent like me, right? And a person that may, might be considered maybe an immigrant. And so all these things that are, are that are shape us, our culture and our past, someone goes, you are sovereign, you are a sovereign being. You are in control of your life. You are powerful beyond your measures. As a Hispanic woman, that would be a harder message 
a harder message to receive because of your ethnic background and being from a marginalized community. So understanding that doesn't make you racist. It makes you a person with a capacity to understand more, right? And so we have to, we need more people of, of, our, of diverse backgrounds to teach this work and do this work is because if, for example, me as a Hispanic woman, if I can only see, if I can only see success just with white women, no matter how much I feel aligned and in tune to that, there is a subconscious, unconscious part that it's like, yeah, but you're, they're white and you're not. So I always have this inferiority. That's not something I want. It's just something that has been built into the fabric of the culture. But that's something that someone from a marginalized community has to then tackle that maybe someone who wasn't raised in a marginalized community um, doesn't have to. And I'll use an example for a client that I have, and then I'll let you go with this. So I had a client that was of African descent. So she's American. I hate actually hate the term African-American because Africa is a continent and you're American. If you're born here, you're American, but... You know, people need to know what your race is and it's ridiculous, but she's um, African-American and she spoke different than her sister. They were raised by the same mother and they were raised in the same environment, but she also had a master's degree. She also had good credit. She also was an entrepreneur and an investor. She also had, she was responsible, um, she paid her bills. She didn't have any children. And then there was her sister, who was quite the opposite of this, right? Even though they were raised by the same parent, had the same, ultimately the same environment, the same life, the same culture. She had kids from different dads, the sister, kids from different dad. She was kind of hood and ghetto, so she didn't speak like her sister. She, um, you know, she was always like in problems and conflict. She was... Um, had financial problems, all the, basically all the opposites. And it was, I was really curious about what was the differentiator in a family that was raised pretty much the same. And I know that we're all different and they're all individual, but we have to do, we do have to understand how our environment shapes and, and helps us create certain belief systems. Well, my client has had, had received a scholarship to an all white school. And so she was one of the very few minority girls in there so she was exposed to a more white mentality and then when you're in school you spend more time in school than you do at home you're in school for eight ten hours you're at home for a couple of hours and then you go to sleep and and it feels like you're mostly at home but the reality is that we're mostly outside of the house the house especially when we're in school or work outside of the house so what I started to see because I was coaching her she's my one-on-one client I started to see and understand her influences, her friends were white, that her school environment was white, her um, extracurricular activities were driven by her white school. So they were more like, you know, perceived more to be more white or more privileged, more sophisticated people. The whole environment she was in was dramatically different than her sister's school environment. Sister went to an urban school, you know, and just had that, that experience of public school no scholarship, right? So what what is it that one sister had to believe over the other one? So my client had to believe that no matter what, even though they were both black, even though they were both raised in marginalized communities, she believed she was slightly better 
She believed she was slightly better because she's got a scholarship. That scholarship meant that she was smarter. And that tiny little insidious belief caused them to have completely different external realities, different experiences. The fact that she received a scholarship and she really dove into her intellect made her secure in herself to a degree. Like, I must be better, I must be smarter because I have a scholarship, you know? So it didn't require more money because she's got her scholarship. It required a different belief system. And maybe perhaps the sister felt like, ugh, you know, I have three kids, no daddy, and da 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 And like, she always maybe had these very um, deep-rooted, like low self-esteem type of thoughts, and so did her classmates. And everybody in her school was getting pregnant without, like, you know, at 16. And, and she was fitting into her environment, which she spent the most amount of time in, which was in school. And so it was just really apparent that your environment and how you're raised and what you're exposed to actually makes a difference because it shapes your belief systems. Your experiences shape your belief system. So um, I hope that you understand um, understanding these things make you better at, at, at doing the work that you do in the world. It does. And so you see, it's so important for you to understand these things. And it doesn't matter if you're black or white or Hispanic or native or Indian or Asian or African or anything. It doesn't matter because once you understand what's going on, if you're non-ethnic, right? If you don't consider yourself an ethnic person, if you think you're a white person, then you can check yourself and see where like maybe you're just like, oh, that's not right. Let's clean that up. Oh, that's not right. Let's clean that up. But then you also understand the sensitivity on how you need to coach and teach and support ethnic people who might have a different upbringing just based on their skin color alone, right? Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next, on the next chat. Bye. Just before you leave, I want to tell you a little bit about me. I am a Puerto Rican mother of three. I run my own business. I'm an artist, a coach, a mentor, a photographer, creative director, and so many other things. I want to let you know what I do. I help mystics attune to the highest potential without needing to be a saint and without sacrificing who you are. I help you hold your standards and your values, and I help you experience more ecstasy bliss, euphoria, and an orgasmic life using the ecstatic alchemy method so that you can manifest in a constant state of awe and experience an orgasmic life that blows your mind every single day.